Welcome to the Fortian News Podcast with your host, James Coppert. Oi, oi, Minkus. How are all of you beautiful people? I hope you're well. This show is dedicated to Jess because without Jess, this show wouldn't be here. As you know, anyone who heard my little plea for help, um, I lost GarageBand and all my files corrupted. I can't afford to buy a new Mac. I don't know how to use other other recording things. Um, and also my Mac probably wouldn't run it. It's a bit old and decrepit. But Jess, bless her heart, went out, searched for an old version and sent it to me in a file. So I was able to install it. So thank you so much, Jess. That was so kind of you and I really appreciate it. So a big, big shout out to you. This show, um, basically, something occurred that is incredible that I caught an audio clip of because I was leaving a voice note at the time. So I thought I'd share it with you. Um, it's it's genuine um, and it's um, very bizarre and I thought you'd be interested. You, you often hear me talk about the things that occur in this house. There was one time I was recording the show and you heard some background noise or something dropping this this is a bit bit louder than that one, but um, yeah, I thought thought I'd play you it anyway. But before we do that, I've got a few kind of announcements to make, which I'm quite excited about. Do you, do you know what? Before I do that, I'm going to tell you about my day. Now, I don't know if this is 14 or not, because it's quite normal to me, but then so are other things. This day, I think most people would consider an unlucky day. But things like this happen to me regularly. I always have a story to tell for some reason. The, the world, the universe just gives me stories. So this is my day. So I had a meeting in North Allerton, which is about 90 minutes from here. Um, I had to be there at 12. So got in my car, intended to set off early, give me time in case I need to stop, have a bit of food, whatever. And the warning light comes on and uh, it comes up on my screen that my rear left tyre pressure is exceptionally low. Don't know why, why that one and not the others have gone down. Do check them quite regularly, but whatever. Okay, so I drive to the garage, um, petrol station to get the gas and air. Gas and air, that's hospital. The, the gas pump. Um, and get out my car. Now, I stupidly thought, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to get these really fancy dust caps for my tyres. Um, you know, the screw-ons that stop the where the, uh, the valve is. Got these really expensive metal ones, yeah, because they, they look really cool. They all had fused to the the valve threads. There was no getting them. No matter what I did, there was no getting them off. So I was like, ah. Right, so I drove home, thinking I'm going to be late now. Luckily, had a little bit of time, but not that much, because I, I had to drive back home. Walked in the house in a bad mood to find Pumpkin Cat had vomited all over my office chair. Completely covered in it, so I had to clean that up. Went upstairs to the toilet. That was blocked. That took ten minutes to unblock with the plunger and uh, lots of effort. Came back down, then tried to undo these, these valves. They just weren't moving. Got WD-40 on all of them. One of them came off eventually with that. The other three weren't budging. 
Got boiling water, poured those on them all. Got another two off with a lot of effort. But the last one just wasn't budging whatsoever. Wasn't budging. So then I had to walk all the way to town. Walked into town just to get this really thin pair of pliers so that I could hold hold the valve itself and then try and unscrew the um, the the cap. Eventually got that going, but obviously then I was covered in like tire muck. So my clothes were clean on, had to then go in, get changed. Drive back to the garage. The guy in front of me is a pensioner, bless him. Nothing wrong with pensioners, but this particular pensioner couldn't work out how to use the machine. I recharged it about five times. He must have put about five pounds in there because he, he was just taking ages. But I was already late. I just sat there, you know, doing what I do, looking for news articles, um, going on Twitter, etc. until he'd done. But it, it added to, the, you know, it compounded the story. Anyway, set off, um, driving, driving to North Allerton, was quite wound up and stressed by this point, obviously, running really late. Although I am always late, I don't like to be late, especially this late, especially when it's working with young people as well, and you're letting them down if you turn up late. But a little bit distracted, drive through a police camera speed check. Now, I... I in my entire life of driving, I've never once had a speeding ticket because I always stick to the limits. I always think it's pointless, just risk getting caught. Of course, today, being the day of all days, I get caught. So now I've got a ticket coming, I imagine, tomorrow, the day after. I was doing about 33 to 35, something like that, in a 30 zone. So I'm definitely going to get a ticket. Gutted, absolutely devastated. Not what I needed, especially today. Finally got to the meeting... All's good. Um, finished. Went, uh, popped into town in North Allerton, exhausted by this point, to get a coffee to drive home. The lady in front of me um, had a toddler. The toddler was already started eating this thing that they got before she could get to the till. She got to the till, a card wasn't working, she was getting stressed, and I just thought, you know, I've had a terrible day, this woman's getting upset. She like, they'd made her all the coffees and everything. She took them to the table. She's like, I'm, I'll come back, you know. So I just thought, I'll, I'll pay for you, you know, I'll pay for your coffee. She's like, oh, what do you, I don't have anything in return. It's fine. It's just, I've had a bad day. You are too. Let me just get your coffee. So I bought her coffees for her. But then that obviously put me, my, my uh, <laughs> pocket down. But never mind, made someone happy. Thought that that would be a good thing. Maybe some luck had changed as well for me. Get in my car, open my coffee. Dropped my coffee over my, my brand new 14 uh, Film Festival white hoodie that I'd worn for the first time that day. Covered myself in it. White, it's beautiful white hoodie covered in coffee. That's been my day. That's not normal, is it? Well, it's normal for me. But when I talk to other people that don't have days like that, I'm still wondering what else is going to occur. I mean, I almost broke my neck as well, popping around to Alan's and... Uh, the dog ran out and, and almost knocked my head over six as well, tripped over him. It's just, yeah, it's, it's not been a good day. Anyway, <laughs> that's my day. How's your day? Are you doing all right? Anyway, the announcements. Um, first of all, I mean, the most abuse I get whenever I mention it, 
although in a real nice way. I never get horrible emails, which is which is really positive. It's, it's when I mention my football club. But um, just before all of you turn off, it's just a quick one, I promise. <laughs> I, I was asked to appear on the Chelsea Raw podcast, which is a, a YouTube video podcast, which was really nerve-wracking as, uh, you know, it's live and it's it's on video as well. But it, it was really great. I really enjoyed it. It was a real honour to be asked, especially with uh, Mark Worrell, who's just a, a really wonderful guy. He runs Gate 17 Publishing, who publish all Chelsea books. He's a writer himself, also writes for the CFC UK fanzine, and just an all-round lovely guy. Um, so I was on with him, and so it was really lovely of Ian and Alex to to have me. So thank you. Big shout-out to those guys. And if anyone is interested, I do look a clown, I just tell you. I didn't have my haircut as way overdue um so I do look <laughs> so scruffy but it was really good fun I really enjoyed it and what was interesting I, I announced it on our social media and everything and they had more views in less than 24 hours than their like most viewed video from like 11 months ago so um yeah being asked to go on again which is really nice so if you are interested in seeing that um I know probably 99% of you definitely aren't but I'll put it in the show notes and um, you can, yeah, have a look at your, at your leisure. Um, second thing, some of you might have heard me on LBC talking about neurodiversity in the in the workplace. So that was also nerve-wracking speaking on uh, national radio. Um, it's they've got a huge uh, audience, but yeah, great to get the message message out there. Um, I promise you that I'll be getting May's show out, the proper Fortean News podcast show of all the news of May. Um, it's even if I have to stay up all night, I will get it out at some point in the next couple of weeks. I absolutely promise you. Um, I've got a lecture on on Wednesday, um, Wednesday, which is actually tomorrow as it's past midnight now, um, to a organisation that works with people that need support with drug and alcohol. Um, the issue is one quarter of all. I know it's not fourteen, but um, it's interesting. I think it is anyway. Uh, yeah, one quarter of all drug and alcohol service users are either uh, ADHD or diagnostically ADHD. So uh, they're working with this massive cohort, but I have no training in ADHD, so I'm going to do that. As soon as that's out of the way, um, I've got to obviously do a lot of preparation because this is at my own work time. This is something I, I just do to to raise awareness. Um, then I'm going to work on the show and get it out there. You didn't need to know all that, did you? But it's... Um... Anyway, stop waffling, James. Um, I've... I'll come to the proper announcement soon. Um, I was talking to my brother, Oliver, who lives out in the States, and uh, he said for my birthday, he he would like to... Um, we were talking about doing, doing some T-shirt designs. I've got a friend who's this amazing artist, and he's designed, like, album covers and things for me in the past um, over in Canada. And I was talking about approaching him, and, and my brother's offered to pay for my birthday to get him to do a design for a t-shirt um, to go along with the show so that people, if they want to get one, they can. Um, so that's something we're going to look at doing. He's, um, I, w- I didn't want to do like, your typical, what, what you'd expect from a Fortean kind of podcast that, that every other podcast does. I want something that's unique and a little bit different and strange and off the wall and brilliant. But just just a cool design. So even if you're not into the fortune, people look at that T-shirt and go, well, that's cool. So I'm going to ask um, I'm going to ask this guy if he'll design it and see what he comes up with, and then um, yeah, we'll we'll look at doing that in the future. Um, the main 
<laughs> announcement is when I bring out the proper next show, we've teamed up with an amazing local business to bring a competition that you can win something completely unique. So I came across this uh, business. for As you know, I collect ghosts, um, all different types of ghosts, um, toys, stuffed toys, and obviously the real kind, as you know. Um, but no, for, for Christmas, my, my beautiful friend Sarah bought me this handmade little ghost and I was really intrigued. They're just It was just wonderful. And it came in this box with this little um, book printed in it and it was just, just amazing. So I went down into the ancient market vaults in Scarborough and found this amazing shop. This shop's um, owned by Kate Monkman, the author and illustrator of Maple and the Crystal Cavern, this gorgeous book about fairies. And... It's just this, I don't know how to describe it. So the market vaults, I know a lot, a lot of people find it a little bit creepy down there, maybe for good reason. But there's this little place, this little shop is like a, a whimsical, gorgeous sanctuary and you just have a wonderful feeling when you walk in there. And it's full of all this amazing handmade things that, that Kate's created um, everything from the, the ghosts to fairies to jewellery to her books, her artwork. It's, it's just lovely. It's just so peaceful and lovely in there. And I recommend anyone that visited, visitors visits, my goodness, I can't get my words out, the town, to go and check it out. It's incredible. I'll, t- I'll tell you the 14 side in a minute um, about the market vaults. Uh, Kate was, was t- chatting to me the other day about it. But... Um, what is called the Ivy Cavern Gift Shop. Um, it's in the Market Vaults in Scarborough. And if you also go, I'll put it in the show notes, of course, if you go to Free Range Fairies, with fairies spelt F-A-E-R-I-E-S dot co dot UK, you can see the stuff online there. Um, not all of it, but there's 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 loads on there that you can buy. Um, but we're going to give away... One of these amazing original Market Vault ghosts. So it will be completely unique to you. I know ghost is the same. Um, I'll chuck in some stickers um, as well and we'll, we'll send those. And a little thank you note for listening to the show. You can go right now and if you go on our, our social media on Twitter, uh, Facebook and Instagram and you will find like little links to, to the the Ivy Cavern gift shop there as well. You can go and check it out. Of course, I'll put everything in the show notes as well. But yeah, look look out for that. It's a really lovely, unique prize. Um, I, I just think they're adorable. They're just absolutely adorable. The things that she makes are incredible. Um, just really, really beautiful things. She's actually started making these mandrakes, which are just absolutely amazing. They really are amazing. Um, and uh, what I bought was these really tiny little ghost in jars which are just absolutely adorable so I bought one for myself and uh and my daughter just honestly I, I'm really chuffed to do this because I just want you to have something that's really magical and and promote this wonderful business independent business run by Kate and uh it's yeah I'm just it's great it's great to do this comp so um yeah look out for that in the next episode so the market vaults are famously haunted um, Kate said she, she's got like a little kind of water fountain in 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 the in the shop, 
and uh, she said it's it's run just absolutely perfectly all the time until the day she made the ghosts and put them out in the shop and she turned around and it had all squirted out into a big pile on the floor. Um, but she's been in there on her own and seen a man walk past. So he's known as the caretaker and a few people have seen him, but it used to be a graveyard where uh, in that area where there was an abbey where, where monks were, were buried. Um, and before that, it was not before that, but also that part of that ground was also a medieval market. So it has been there for some time and you def definitely do get certain vibes in the market vaults. For example, uh, a friend of mine said he, he won't go down there because of that. Um, but I recommend going down there because of that and definitely recommend going to the Ivy Coven. It's wonderful. So, yeah, that's coming up in the next episode. But go, go and check us out on social media anyway. Um, I'm trying to put more stuff on social media and be a bit more active on Twitter and Instagram especially. So, the whole reason of putting this show out, um, if you're still listening, is uh, basically some of you may know the story of um, it's, a, it's a really tragic story of the um, of the German German girl uh, Annalise Michelle who was uh, I think that's how you pronounce it who who was said to be possessed by a demon and they performed a number of exorcisms, I think sixty seven was it exorcisms on her um, but she unfortunately passed away. And the family and the priest went to court. Um, and my partner was was looking at uh, certain... On Instagram it was, and one of the things linked to, linked to the podcast one, um, what someone else had posted was a picture of the poor girl before she died. And it really upset her and it scared her because it was... She thought it was about being possessed. And I gave my views that she, she wasn't possessed... There was other things in place, but then her legacies led for more kind of stringent um, testing of people before they do exorcisms. So I was talking about that, and I was leaving a voice note about it just to kind of comfort her and to, you know explain the history of of that. I hope I've got it right. Uh, obviously, it's cursory. I didn't do any research. It's just from memory. So if I've got things wrong, it was a voice note, a personal voice note to to Candy. Um, but when I kind of was saying bless her, so I was in the bathroom. Walked into the hallway. Um, I think I spoke about the hallway before and the stuff that goes on there. And as I was just about to walk into my room, I saw it happen. Or I saw, I didn't see it start to move, but I saw it as it flew off. I've got a gorgeous, and I'm really, I'll have to bleep it out because I'm, I swear, not because I was in, I was shocked by what happened. As you know here, I'm used to it, but I was so upset because this was a gorgeous curved glass bowl. It's hard to describe, but it was, it was stunning. Absolutely gorgeous. And um, it was on my side, on my my sideboard. Um, and as I just about to step into the room, it just flies off the sideboard and smashes on the floor. As, as you can hear. And I, I was fuming, was gutted. And then Aggie runs up because she heard the bang. Told her to go down because I didn't want to get in uh, glass on her feet. It, it's shattered everywhere because it's a big, big, heavy bowl. It was so ornamental and beautiful. So disappointed. But anyway... I'll play it to you. Um, what I'll say is I don't... People, Some people might think because I, I said, you know, oh, rest her soul and, you know, bless her, it's so tragic, that this is demonic. I want to, you know, categorically state I don't think it's demonic. 
any of you that's listened to the show for a long time, um, also, if you haven't listened to the interview I did with S.D. Tucker about his book, uh, I'm totally on the side of it being a, a conscious energy, a poltergeist, and it's related to this whole trickster element. And it was purposely doing that to wind me up because to make me think it's a demon is what I genuinely believe. Um, I think if it was demonic, I'd, I'd know. There'd be more... I'd get certain feeling, um, as I have when I've encountered certain negative, I'm not saying they are demons, but negative entities where things have negative things have happened. This was just taking the mick, I'm pretty certain. So please don't be worried about me. Um, I'm used to dealing with this type of thing anyway. As you know, I'm a part of uh, the uh, Yorkshire Coast Paranormal Group where we go and help people who are dealing with stuff like that um, in a very debunking, scientific, rational way at first in fact um i won't mention a name because it was personal but i, I bumped into someone today and um, we'd been around uh, a couple of months ago and they, they kind of followed what we said this one wasn't um something that we could debunk um but but since they've kind of followed what we did they've had no more ex- their children have had no more experiences which is wonderful isn't it and that's lovely because that was a family that was just really struggling which is horrible so great. I'm just I'm waffling on. I'm just gonna play it. I'm gonna play it um and, and then just leave it with you. So yeah, and all the usual things, get in touch on um uh Twitter. Uh, I'm on Facebook and although I, I only just found out I had messages from ages ago on there. It doesn't always come up, which is strange. Uh Instagram, I'm on pretty regularly and 14 news podcast at gmail.com. I'm back in there as well. So yeah. Love chatting to you all. Thank you so much for listening. I'll leave you with the voice note that I left Candy um, two days ago. And you can draw your own esti- like explanations. I think if you do have young kids, just to say that they might find it scary with what it is, because it is genuine. So that's just a little trigger warning. Um, because I, you know, I wouldn't want to play it to my little ones. Um, there's nothing in it other than the crash, but... Um, because of what it is and what causes it, and it is genuine, um, just to just to warn you. Okay, thank you so much for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to me waffle yet again. And um, as again, thank you to Jess for helping me out. Much love to everyone. Um, hope you are having a good day, and uh, I'll speak to you all soon. Take care. And we might help to know that it wasn't a demonic possession. In my in my belief, um, whether you trust my belief or not. And the reason she looked like that was because she was very mentally ill and when they were trying to exercise her, she didn't eat for a long time. She just wasn't well enough. Now, um, there was a few things there that seemed almost miraculous, which is why the Catholic Church did get involved. Like, there was this strange stink that would appear when she was in a room. Um, But there's also very rare medical issues that, that can cause that as well. So the, the, the one positive of her death is, is it, they put in place extreme, um, stringent ruling, the Catholic Church, because they, they got sued and the priests involved got sent to jail, as did the parents, um, because they um, it, was, it was deemed abuse. So I, I don't think they were evil people. I think they genuinely... You know that that was the fifties of things, and I think they generally thought that it was, it wasn't a possession. Um, but I I think it's um, personality disorder, schizophrenia. 
that and that the fact that they had this strange smell wasn't enough. There needed to be more in terms of, you know, like I said, now they have to do something miraculous, like there might be 10 bottles of holy water and they have to guess which one it is without even the priests knowing. Um, they have to know language or information that's completely you know, unknown to them, et cetera, et cetera. And so now they have to see, be seen by psychologists and psychiatrists. I think they've got to have two of each as well, so that isn't just one person's view. Um, to, for them to go, this isn't mental health, I don't know what it is. Um, so it, the, the, there has been a positive legacy from that poor girl's passing. Um, but, yeah, but rest, rest the soul in peace, bless her. Poor, poor, little, poor little girl. It's, it is, it's a very heartbreaking case. Right. Got it. Uh, go, just go downstairs, please, Aggie. Go downstairs, please, Aggie. Go on, please. That was my absolutely gorgeous bowl. It's just fallen down inexplicably when I was walking into the room. Gutted. Absolutely gutted. I loved that. <laughs>